Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Monday. Everyone's doing amazing. Welcome to the boost, talking about the idea of identity and what identity does for us. This really is all connected to actions, means, goals. Like this, all, it's all interconnected, this stuff. Identity. Know that it exists so that you can deal with it. That over the course of your life, you've formed an identity. And if you've gotten complimented over that identity, it will it will impact your decision making regards to that identity. You know, this happens sometimes in careers. I don't know how you were raised. But many people were raised in a world where certain careers are considered to be respectable and certain not respectable. And opportunity is lost because there may be a career in an area that is not as respectable. And so people will forego opportunities because it's not as respectable to do this than this. Or I'm a lawyer, or I'm a doctor, or I'm uh, an executive. It's beneath me to do this, this, or that. And so what happens many times in life is that what drives our decision-making, what drives our spending habits, what drives how we feel about ourselves is really an identity formed by compliments. We've gotten positive feedback about something. Our brains taught ourselves that that thing that I got positive feedback on is good, right? Because it feels good to get complimented, right? Social acceptance is part of our survival. Our brain inclines towards it. They do more of it, right? There's a I believe Will Smith, I think Will Smith wrote a book just recently. I think it just came out like a few weeks ago. I think it's called Will. In that book, I saw a piece on it. He, I think, I didn't read the book, but I think what he speaks about in there, maybe some of you did, he speaks about this idea that he used humor and comedy and, and bravado to entertain his father who was abusive to his mother so growing up whenever his father would sort of maybe drink too much or get a little enraged he had no way to protect his mom so what he did was he would make jokes or make things lighter or entertain and it it worked and so he learned that whenever you're in a room you're the funny man he learned that your role is is comedy. Your role is entertainment. And he held on to that his whole life. So when he's in a room, he has to be funny. And he has to be entertaining. And he has to be making people having a good time. Because that's who he is. That character that he built in his own mind. That character... It, listen, it served him pretty well. I mean, the guy created an incredible career from it. And so he used it positively but as he was uncovering his life he was learning that that wasn't fully him that that was a character it was an identity that he adopted because he got the right positive feedback early in his life right think of an identity like something you dress up as the next holiday coming up in the Jewish calendar is Purim. Purim is a holiday where you 
get dressed up. You masquerade. And it reminds you that people get dressed up. The world is not what it seems. There's a deeper reality that may not be present in the things that we look at every single day. And that's what draws you towards the way God runs the world. It's, it's a deeper spiritual message than just get dressed up. Kids just having fun getting dressed up. But the people that are studying the holiday understand that it's an exercise of of knowledge where God says, you see them all dressed up? You know that's not real? Guess what? Half of what you do is not real too. And that person who thinks like they're so powerful, that's not they're not real. I give the power. This world isn't as real as you think. So stop being so overwhelmed by this world. And start realizing there's something behind the scenes. So just like you're not thrown, you don't actually believe that your next door neighbor is a pilot, he's dressed up, and his whole kids aren't pilots and stewardesses and stewardesses. Just like you don't think that you're the neighbor down the block won the Olympics, and that person in the corner isn't, you know, Paw Patrol. Don't think that they are as powerful or as this. No. There's a deeper reality that I run this world. Identities are ways that we dress ourselves up without even knowing we're doing it. Because we incline towards feeling accepted. And what makes us feel accepted is doing more of the things that we had been accepted by. And this is a big deal in life. Because even people that are counterculture, many times they're counterculture because that's how they were accepted. They were rule breakers. That's where their success came. From the back of the room. From people in the hallway. A normal, regular human being, even if they seem like they are anti, even if they seem like they are different, we're all the same. We're all inclining towards someone to accept us, to give us the positive feedback, to be socially accepted. And we put on garments called identities that are subconsciously wired in our minds to maintain that. So the tough person that doesn't show emotion at some point realizes that I can't show emotion. I had a guy on a trip once who may be watching. He was on our trip in Israel. Great, great guy. Great guy. And he came to the wall, the Western Wall, if I remember this correctly. And he broke down in tears. And he came to me and he said, one of his children's special needs. And as soon as she was born, he he became the tough one. He had to be strong. So he became the the strong one. So he never showed emotion. It was not manly. So for a decade, maybe more, he said he never cried. Ever. Strong. Mentally tough. Emotionally strong. It was, it was a garment. It was, it was, 
It was an identity. And that came from a good place. It came from a place of trying to take care of his family and trying to, thinking that that's what they needed. It came because he was probably had some positive reinforcements along the way when someone said, you're so strong. You're like a rock. I could rely on you. I could depend on you. And he reached a place where he was overwhelmed by the, by the experience and, and it brought him to tears and something opened up inside him that was shut down for so long. Is he the guy who doesn't cry? No. We're not anything that we think we are. We are souls with unlimited potential. But we put on garments. And one of our garments is, I'm tough. I don't cry. I don't smile. I just had this recently with somebody in a, in a company that I was working with, that I am working with, where they said to me, you know, this whole group, what well, is a department at a large company, this whole group, how come nobody smiles? Like, why is everybody always like, you know, too intense to smile? Like, what's going on? And I tried to explain to them, that, like, this group, like, they value themselves based on their analytical ability. They're tough. They're there. They analyze. They close deals. Smiling is soft. They don't even realize it. They come into work and they put on a garment. And that garment includes focus, not smiling. When we put on an identity, we, we tap into a part of our brain that says, this is who you are, because this is our pathway to social acceptance. But here's the secret. It's not who you are. And until you fully believe that, you're at risk. Because the identity can go away. I'm going to talk about this. I was very proud of somebody last week. Not that he needs me to be proud of him. We'll talk about it tomorrow. The greatest football player maybe that we've seen in the past 10 years, even though he's played for 22 seasons, Tom Brady retired. And I read his, and I read the retirement statement, and there was a piece of it that I really liked that I'll talk to you about. But how he was able, I think, to transcend this issue. I will talk about it. Think about this today. When you do something, when you act in a way, see if you can find your right, your 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 garments. See you can see if you can find all the ways you dress up. In work, home, to this friend, to that friend. When talking to this person, you ever have that? Like all of a sudden now, like you're more into wines because that guy knows wines, and you don't even know wines. You ever play that game? Think about it. All right, everybody, have an awesome day. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Living on a lifeline, the world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine, but you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see you're watching life. Pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction, the winds of life blur your vision. All the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run It's time No one else can set you free You're locked inside And only you have got the key